Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And you are now my the object of my obsession in not a weird, creepy way. Like, please don't be weirded out. No, but- no, I'm not. I love you. Thank you for the love. It's so kind. I appreciate you so much. I just, you are living this life of alignment, of joy. You have started, you were a songwriter. Then you turned it into jingles. Then you turned it into podcasting. Then you've written books. You have courses. You are talking to people like Matthew McConaughey, Tony Robbins. Oh, Deepak Chopra, I'm dead. I mean, Priyanka, I'm probably saying her no- name wrong. Jonas Brothers. You said it right. You said okay. it right. Brandy Carlisle, I'm like dead, 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 and dead in the best way. Like, because obviously I don't want to be dead, but like, Kathy, oh, and I need you so much. And I know everyone needs you so much. And like, I'm pouring so much on you right now because I just am obsessed with your life. I love what you have done. I love how you have started with your creative energy. This is my intern, Allie, right here. She's the best. She's amazing. So She's floating in my life. We just went to yoga. We got our sweat on, you know, <laughs> working it out in all the areas of our lives. Um, okay, but basically, I just love what you have done with your life. I love how you have had all this energy and you had it. It's been creative for you. It's been music. It's been singing. It's been all of this. And you have taken it. And now you have transformed it into like, you are so in alignment. You are so help you are teaching people how to get full abundance in their life and not in, like, have a life that you love. And you have, like, I just don't know how you did it because I want to be you because I have, I have the same kind of energy. I was a songwriter. I've had some hits on the radio. I've been on the amazing races TV show. I've hosted 
and I got into podcasting and I love to share soul stories, but I have just been unlocking so much of my, so many of my own blocks that I think have been holding me back from like family blocks, from personal blocks. I have a lot of blocks of finances and I just feel like my audience on Instagram and that I've collected, it's all kind of all over the place. Some people are for country music when I was in there. Some people are from the amazing race when I was in there. Some people are when I was in my 20 and I wore thong bikinis and like to shake my booty and I don't do that anymore. And some people are there because I'm a mom and some people are here because they like my podcast. And so it's like, I don't feel like I have an aligned, I, I'm not, I've had so many lives that my like social media has collected all these different lives and I love everyone, but I'm like, I want the kind of content I want to put out is soul content, helpful content. But then I also feel here I am exploding on you. I'm sorry. I'm telling you my whole life in one second. I also feel like I don't have anything to offer people. Like I don't know what my offering is other than I can hear your story and hold space for you and love you and help you piece it together to realize you're not broken. But I don't know how to like, monetize that. So I, and I do it through my podcast, but I'm like, I don't have anything else to offer. <laughs> I don't have like a degree in this. I'm, I feel like I've been a hot mess my whole life. Like, I'm like, why would anyone want to pay me for anything? So oh, then I see you so good. and it's I'm like, good. you are the queen of all the Queens. I just, I'm obsessed with you so hard. It's so juicy. <laughs> and let's see if we can unpack this for a second. Okay. Are you sad that you agreed to this podcast with me? I'm so sad. I'm so sad right now. No, I feel amazing. <laughs> okay. And it's beautiful to be reflected back like that, first of all. Second of all, this is the only conversation I'm really interested in having, which is how do we change the radio station <sighs> so that we actually hear the music and have good reception, yes. right? Cause I'm telling you we, right now I'm kind of, I'm coming out of that like broken heart, sad station where it's just kind of a little sad, but it feels kind of good yeah. to be sad. I want to get to like some hip hop Katy Perry or something. Like I want to get like moving, you know, like I like where it's like, hell yeah, we got this. It's not like oh, my heart. It's still yeah. broken. Cause I'm done right. having a broken heart. Like honestly, just turn that light off a little bright. I, and I just want to get to the place of joy where I am on that radio station where it's like, yeah, we can have a bad day, but here we go. Here's our steps. Let's move. Like I'm done dwelling. Right. Right. So here's how it works. And I'm just going to repeat stuff that you probably already know because you're a fan of Deepak and you're a fan of Tony Robbins and Abraham anywhere. Hicks. Yeah. And anywhere you look for truth, whether it comes through this river or that river, it all leads to the same ocean, right? There's just this one truth, which is so cool and it's so beautiful. So you can read Don Miguel Ruiz or you can read Aaron Katie or you can go to Abraham Hicks and you go, same deal, same deal. So what is right. the deal? But what the is deal it? is understanding it and grasping it and applying it. And that's where I don't yeah. put all the way. Right. And that's a fair thing to say, right? Like we can understand truth and then how do we sustain it, Right. So just like people take a shower often, right? You don't take Hopefully. a shower like as part of your lifestyle and then go, I don't do that anymore. And I'm frustrated that it's not working. I took showers for months, but do I have to keep taking showers? Like, yes, yes, you do. Right. <laughs> if you just said you came from yoga class, you know, People would be crazy to think like I did a year of yoga. Now it's five years since and I'm really frustrated. I want my money back because it didn't work. It's like, no, no, 
it's a practice and it's called a practice for a reason. So let's talk about the way that this works. My kids are five, eight, and 10, and now they're into like virtual reality stuff. So wherever we go, if there's a VR, they're like, I want to wait in line. I want to do the VR. I'm like, can we just bowl? It's like more fun. We get to like be together. No, I want the VR. Well, we're all living in the virtual reality. We all have a VR headset on because 96% of this thing that we have called our brain is programmed. It's an automatic program. And you said that happens like in the beginning of our life. We like those right. first so few when, years. So from zero to seven, our minds are in this more of like a hypnotic place. It's more like theta brain waves. So everything that you're experiencing, everything you're seeing, everything you're hearing, everything you're learning, it gets put into a code, like a program. Like if I was going to sit and write software for any algorithm, we all have a software. But here's the cool thing. Like a hundred years ago, we didn't really understand the brain. So we would just be like, oh, that person's just in a bad mood. But now we understand why and we understand what happens chemically when we're in a bad mood, quote unquote. And now we also understand that the brain has something called neuroplasticity where we can actually see literally, not just figuratively, but we can see that there's actually things that get pruned away, certain thoughts when we stop thinking them and we practice other thoughts, then the part of our brain that lights up over here starts to not light up over here. And then that stuff starts to move. And so we actually can change it. Okay. So we can change it. But here's what we do need to start with. We need to start with the awareness. So for first of all, like my mindfulness teacher used to say, I, I spent a couple of years learning at the UCLA Mindful Awareness Research Center. And one of my teachers used to say, if you lived in your own condo and you forgot to turn the lights on, but you came home at midnight, you would know, well, my cat's water bowl's over there. There's a step down into the living room over here. And I put my keys on this table here. So you're pretty good to go and you'll find your way to where the light switch is. You'll go cautiously, but you kind of know where not to, not to step. If somebody is staying over and they get there first, right? And you gave them the key and they don't know that there's a step down and they don't know that you have a cat and they don't know that there's a water bowl and they don't know where the light switch is. They're probably going to stub their toe. They're probably going to bump into the water bowl and all of those things because they just don't have the awareness that it's there. So we start by having a really, really clear awareness that this is what's happening. So when we wake up in the morning, if we're not aware of it, then by the time we finish having our coffee and now we get to work and now it's 10, 15, and there's this feeling of kind of blah, that kind of falls over us. If we're aware, we go, well, no, I know where that feeling is coming from because the way I think creates how I feel, right? And so if I think the way I thought yesterday, I will feel the way I felt yesterday because every thought is accompanied by a feeling. Now, it's not just a feeling like happy, sad, anxious, nervous, excited. Every feeling gets a chemical that comes with it. So the brain is like an internal pharmacy. So when you think certain feelings, when you think certain thoughts that lead to certain feelings, rather, your brain will give you a little shot of cortisol, a little hit of cortisol. Now, cortisol has been proven to be more addictive than nicotine. So imagine if you thought thoughts yesterday that made you feel a little shitty 
And then your brain gave you a little hit of cortisol. Now you literally, we see this in the body, your cells have now built receptors to cortisol, just like your cells will build receptors to sugar. Your cells will build receptor sites to nicotine. Now your cell will be craving another bad thought because as soon as you get it, it gets a hit. Uh. So really what winds up happening is when people say, I feel like crap, they mean it. When we're upset with our boyfriend, our husband, our spouse, our sister, we five minutes we get off the phone with that person, five minutes later, you physically go, ugh. Like, you I feel, don't feel like intense. Good. You feel intense because there's something pumping through your actual physical experience and it doesn't feel good. What we yeah. don't realize is what created that was these thoughts. And somewhere along the way, if we're feeling bad, we know we're believing some lie. There's some mm. lie. There's some lie. There's some story that we're telling ourselves that's literally not true. But a lot of us don't know that we're believing that lie. Absolutely. Not only that, we're in this virtual reality where we see reality the way we see reality versus how it is. If I'm holding up right now, for people who can't see me, I'm holding up my iPhone. My iPhone has a camera. I'm showing this camera to the screen so Caroline can see it, right? This camera sees way better than I do, not because it has higher resolution factors and all that stuff. This camera sees what's actually here. Mm. I don't. I see through a lens of my cognitive bias. So if I walk into a particular place based on all the thoughts that I thought yesterday and all the thoughts I thought the day before, which are 96% repeated over and over and over since I'm like seven years old, I will see everything in the room that looks like this. I will see the people in the room that are more like this. So some people walk into like a singles dating experience and go, all the good men are taken. Somebody else walks into the same room and goes, oh my God, this is amazing. So-and-so is here and he looks just like my da-da-da-da. And I'm so happy. Did you hear the music that was on? The other person goes, I didn't hear any of it. If I said, close your eyes right now and think of everything that's green in the world and open your eyes, I'll now notice that you have a green photo, uh, a picture frame, picture frame. On, right on your shelf behind you. If I said, close your eyes and think of everything red. And now you open your eyes. I'll notice that your other picture frame has like this reddish like color on the other side of it. Right. Because I'm primed to find it. So we're living in this VR and in this VR that we're living in, most of the time we are caught in the ego and the ego is designed to protect us. And the ego sees everything through the illusion of scarcity separation and protection. It's designed to look for problems. So imagine all day long, you're like, well, of course I don't feel great because what are you thinking all day long? Well, this is how much is available. This is how big, right? So we don't have good Wi-Fi. but here's the really exciting news. Let's get to the juice. Let's get <laughs> to the good part. If you listen to Deepak Chopra, if oh. you do any of this work, right? we will realize that there is a place inside all of us that's not not connected to the ego. That there is a place inside all of us that we would call like our true self with a capital S. Mm. That's our higher consciousness. And we've all absolutely had moments, many moments, where we feel in that state where everything feels really, really better than okay. Now, that part of us, when we meditate, when we get quiet, there's this part of us that's desireless. There's a part of us that's totally satiated. That part of us is our energy, our life force. That part of us is connected to what is, was, and always will be. And that's the place 
where the more we memorize how to come back to that place, we feel expansion. In that place, we see that everything is not only possible, but it's already done. Mm. You can land on the moon. You can build an empire, whatever it is that you want. And how do you draw people to that experience? By being in the energy of it. All day Mm. long, people say to me, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Well, the ego asks the question, what do I need to do? And the soul has the different questions. Who do I need to be? Right? Who do I need to be? Because in the energy, when we're dropped in, when we're really feeling fully alive, our greatest resources are all the things when we are in alignment, when we are feeling passionate, compassionate, that creative intelligence, right? So when you said before, oh, well, financial stuff, right? I want to have more of a uh, expansion, Yes. The only thing that's actually in the universe itself is infinite, infinite abundance, right? The, the universe, it doesn't end. It goes on and on and on. Like we can decide that that's not true, but if you look through a telescope, you'll know that it's true. And Deepak Chopra said to me, Kathy, every acorn is the promise of a thousand forests, right? Mm-hmm. So abundance is the real truth of the story. What we create with our ego is the scarcity. Mm. the limitation, the lack. So if we can change what we see and like Moana, all of a sudden we see beyond the horizon. Well, your soul's already been beyond the horizon and back. Your soul's like, we're good. Like, let's go. And the ego just has a lot of this concern about, well, what, what if something happens and how would I figure it out? And that's not necessarily going to put us in our flow state. And what, what we don't like about being in flow is it's unpredictable, right? right? The ego wants to be in control because the idea that we want it to be predictable means we're scared. Mm. But really what everyone I've ever met wants is a transcendental experience, a mystical experience, that feeling of your hair, hair bro- blowing in the wind, convertible top down. Why does that feel so good? Because you feel not so in control. Because you feel that you're part of the river of this thing that's dancing through you. And we don't really want to be steering the ship. We just want to be danced. We want something to dance through us. In order for that to happen, we've got to let go of trying so hard to be in control, trying so hard to figure it out. And then that ego can like quiet down a little bit. And then our energy literally extends. People get really jazzed. And for whatever reason, they go, I want to collaborate with you. I want to listen to you. I want to show up with you because it awakens in them their alignment. So the greatest gift when you said, just to circle it all back around, I don't know what to monetize. I guess the thing that I can do is hold space for people to help them see that they're not broken, right? I just don't know how to monetize. Do you have a photographic memory? You are brilliant. You are so brilliant (laughs) that you can like remember all these details. I mean, you are phenomenal. I I know you know that. Thank you. you That's so kind. I I have heard that. I don't know. I have never taken a test, but you know how you have different gifts that were like just handed to you? Yes. For some reason, I can be so present that I could like repeat the entire conversation with Howard Schultz or Deepak Chopra. I could tell you everything Joe Dispenza says for eight hours. I'm When I'm locked in, I'm locked. So mm. that is such a gift. I wonder if everybody actually has that if they're fully, fully present and we're not in our head. I don't know. But thank you for saying that. It is, I do find it comes in handy a lot. So I'm grateful for it. And then there's a ton of gifts that I just don't have. And it's, it's, it's frustrating. Uh, like anything to do with math is just like a whole frustrating thing. Um, 
So with you, when you said, I can, I want I guess I could hold that space to help people feel less broken. I just don't know how to monetize it. Well, you know exactly what it is. And when you co-sign how damn important that is, you will hold that space and they will come forward and they will pay for that because they want that. The absolute greatest gift that anyone gave anyone in the history of time, whether it was Jesus or Moses or the boot, anybody, (laughs) is when we are in full alignment and presence. That means we're not worried about the future. We're not worried about the past. We're not an ego. We're right here. When we're in that flow state, when we're alive, when we're really, really fully in all the expansion that exists and we are now just letting it pipe through us, That's done and done because what that does is it allows every person around us to find their own alignment. Whenever we think that there's more needed, that there's more required, like, is that enough? And is that, what's my offer? That's not really an offer. What we're doing then is we're co-signing tremendous scarcity Mm. because the bottom line is there is so much potential. There is so much abundance. Every single thing is in this quantum field of possibility, right? When Walt Disney was in a helicopter and flew over Swampland, he turned to his co-pilot and said, do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? And the guy said, no. And he said, I see it. It's the magic kingdom. It's a miracle. And then he saw it to the point where every investor signed for it and saw it. It's in the seeing of it, right? I just got full chills all up and down my body. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Anytime we think that there is more needed of us to serve someone, we are co-signing scarcity. 
right? That's pretty big right there. Anytime we think there is more needed of us to serve someone, we are co-signing scarcity. Think of it this way. If somebody comes to you, I hear a lot of times people are like, well, I'm afraid to charge because I feel imposter syndrome or, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you hear people say, know your worth, know your worth, charge your worth. It's the wrong direction. That is like driving full speed ahead and you're, you know, just driving in the wrong direction. It's not about your worth. It's about if you believe with certainty that this world is what this world is, vast, abundant, majestic, magnificent, right? You've been to the Rockies. You've seen the, the, the coastline off of Monterey. It's all you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes your breath away. Mm-hmm. It's beyond. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, it was beyond, right? Mm-hmm. You hear music sometimes, hear Elton John play piano, Brandy Carlisle sings. I don't know what that was. It's beyond. beyond. Okay. So we see evidence of the beyond all the time. And when we know that that's this world is like this fertilizer and it's not, the world is not neutral. It's net positive because every time someone in the history of this world has ever stepped out with courage and enthusiasm, the world doesn't just meet you there. It moves you a thousand steps forward as a way of showing you it's actually not neutral. It's stacked in your favor. So when you know that, you don't have to know your worth. If you're selling a product, a service, a book, a course, or whatever, you just have to know with certainty what this other human is also swimming in. They have the same antenna as you. They just got to turn it on. They've got to turn on their own signal. So it's not what you have to do for them. It's just what you invite them to see for themselves. And then who's the hero? They're the hero of their story. Mm. Your listener of the podcast is the hero, right? The person who comes to the Beyonce concert, she's the hero. She spends $180 on that ticket because of what it awakens inside of her. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Beyonce's not going to get off stage and then be like, girls, you run the world. And now I'm going to make sure I can, I ha- it's on me to help you. It's like, no, it's inside of you. I'm going to wake you up to it. And now you're going to find your way there. So whether it's a coach, whether whoever it is, it's like, why do people want to buy a Gucci bag? Why do they feel they get their money's worth? Because inherently the story they tell themselves when they spend $1,000 on a bag is, I co-signed today that there is so much abundance in the world that it could allow me to have this experience, Mm. right? And Gucci just holds that energy for them. And that is such a great point that you bring up that I personally have been struggling with and I'm sure a lot of other women and people in general have struggled with is me believing that I am a Gucci bag, you know? And like, maybe I don't want to be a Gucci bag. Maybe I want to be a Target bag. But like believing with full force and you had someone on your podcast, I can't remember who it was, but she said like the word confusing is not allowed in her household anymore. And she was like going through Allison Bird. Yes. And she was talking about like, you have to decide in you what the number is that feels good to you. Like she's like, she was like, I was feeling great with $200,000 when I was making that like incredible. And then she made like almost half a million. And so it's like, it doesn't matter the number. It matters how you feel about yourself. And I have forever not felt like I was worth it. And that is stories that I have played in my life from 
I mean, I've been seeking validation and admiration my whole life to let me know that I was worth worth something because I've always felt imposter syndrome, a fraud. I felt like I don't have any skills. I felt like I'm not worth it. I felt like, you know, like everyone else is smart and talented and creative. And I'm just sort of like, okay, at a lot of things, but not great at anything. So let me just sort of like skate through and maybe someone won't notice that I can like kind of like collaborate with people and, you know, and then I can just, I don't know. I just never felt like I had something truly to offer anyone a value. And I am changing that belief because I now am realizing through podcasting and talking with women and especially women, but like, it's okay. Like I just thought like being broken, you weren't allowed to be broken. Like if you're broken, then you're just not work. It just is over for you. And now I'm realizing everyone's broken and that's a part of the story. And that's a part of your gifts and you can turn it into healing. But I think that that has plagued me for so long in thinking I was really worth deserving finances like a financial return like I, I just didn't feel worth it and well again I mean I want to stop you for a second because every time we say the word you and you say I didn't I I'm talking I about I, I know right? I am no I just mean that very very and I mean this very concretely and very literally every time you said I'm broken I'm this I'm that I'm the other thing who is you or your ego is mm. are you broken Like Mm. the real question we're all asking is who am I, right? That's the purpose of life is the uh, discovering the I am. Well, let's look at that for a second. So who are you? So when you were four months old, you wore certain clothes, you ate certain food, you had a certain kind of hairstyle. When you were eight, you wore different clothes, had different friends, ate different kinds of food. So you don't look like that. So then when you were 12, you wore different clothes, you talked to different people, you probably were into different kinds of music. So that keeps changing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it really changes. So that ego changes a lot, doesn't it? It, That ego, that, that outer casing, it really keeps changing a lot. So I don't know which, which you that is, right? I don't think any of it is. I think that's all the ego because it's pretty different. Like if you, Mm -hmm. if you and I met at, 17 when I was 17 or when I was 11 or when I was 24 or when I was 31 right I I had a different favorite jacket and I had a different favorite song and I had a different like way that I like to you know do my hair or show up right a lot of those things change every single time you go back and look but one thing does not change and never changed it's always the same that's who you are. Mm. And there is a part of me that when people have known me for a while, while all those other things have changed, one time I had, you know, red hair. I used to dye my hair red, right? One time I was a songwriter full time. Now I haven't really written a song. I haven't been in the studio since 2017, right? One time I used to buy favorite food. Now it's sushi, but there was a time I had never even tried sushi, right? Um, I'm a pretty religious person, I would say, in many ways, like very into God and stuff like that as a, I don't know, up to like 20. I don't even think I would like the word God or, right? Like all of those things have changed. But anyone who knew me then or knows me now goes, there's this part of you. And it like would make me cry to think of it. I think for you too, it would make you cry if you thought about, but what part's not changing? oh, well, there's like this part of you that just is always there with you, like has a drone view of your life, is always kind of your intuition, that part of you that's really kind, 
part of you that's really gentle, part of you that's really a badass, part of you that's really courageous, part of you that's really curious or, you know, has this ability or this gift or something like that. That part is actually, it's got to be who we are because the other thing changes a lot. So I really can't put any money on something that is never really the same two days in a row. Okay. So that part of us is not broken at all. Mm. Mm. The soul, the level of self, when we were created, right? The moment of conception and the day after that and the day after that until 40 weeks and then there's this baby, there's this life force, there's this wholeness. I look at my three daughters each time they were each, the three of them were born, I saw total, complete wholeness. I didn't look at a baby and go, oh, there's like this piece that's broken and it can feel it. No, I felt so much wholeness that I felt like I was like, had to whisper around it. Like I felt there was such awe for this level of wholeness. Well, what winds up happening is over time, an ego gets developed and the ego looks around at the parents, at the teachers, at the crowd, at the community, at the whatever, at the news, at the all of the stimulus and starts to develop a way of talking about itself and then thinks that it needs to be something it's not or changes. But then there's that part again, that always kind of knows there's always that part. It just, we kind of turn off the volume on it. And would you call that part your gut instinct, your gut feeling? It's all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never not there. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, you could be in the middle of your life with so much ego, so much running thoughts, so much scarcity, so many limitations, but then you sit down with a friend who just lost somebody and you just know how to be in that space. Mm-hmm. Or you go to a funeral and there's just a feeling. And you can't put your finger on it. But something else comes up. Or you go to a concert and James Taylor comes out. He sits on a stool before the band. And he plays Caroline in my mind. And about eight bars in, you feel this thing happen where the whole crowd sheds this outer performative layer and they just sing together. Yes. So what is this feeling? I don't know what it is, but I better go to another concert. It's not really the concert. It's that everybody gave themselves permission Mm. to be connected. And all we really crave every second of every day is that connection with our true self, with oneness. With that Everybody endless. gave themselves permission to be connected because we forget how to be connected, I feel like. Yeah. I, and like you said, the ego takes over so hardcore that a lot of people don't even know how to have these conversations or that this even exists, that there's another way because we're so lost yeah, well, we it. get Literally, we get put in a trance, right? If you're in a virtual reality game all day, every single day, and it was like OutRun or whatever game you're playing, if I never took that headset off of you, then you would be like, watch out, there's a car, watch out. And I'm like, no, there's not. And I'm like, yes, there is. But you're just seeing a hologram. So the more we know that we're all seeing this like crazy hologram, that's that, A, that's step one, that's helpful. And then B, it's like, what are the things we can do 
to get us out of the hologram and right back to that feeling of alignment. Well, there's a lot of studies that show that meditation helps, right? Get us there. There's a lot of studies that show that experiences like a yoga retreat or a breathwork experience or a sound bath can be helpful in that. And then anything else we can do to just keep moving back into the awareness of it helps a lot. So when you start thinking certain thoughts to like write down a couple and be like, is that true? Who says it is? I mean, thoughts aren't facts, right? There's no fact checker in my brain. So why do I keep believing this? And then a really good way to know is like, well, how does it feel when Mm. I think that thought? Oh, it makes me feel bad. Okay, well, there's probably something about that that's out of alignment. How did you how did you get to this place? Because you started off as a musician, as a performer. How did yeah. life take you here? And how did you get this depth of knowingness? Because you, I can see it in your eyes. Like it's like you are just so certain of the knowingness, which is so I'm so like I just it's so amazing to be around people like you who are so certain of the truth. And the truth, it's not like a fact, a cold hard fact. It's just the truth of what it's is. It's the truth. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I started out um searching, right? I was a seeker, then I became a finder, then I was a seeker again. I think we're always in those two states. And so when I was in college, I like was initially gonna go to school for musical theater or for music. And my parents had had this awful divorce and my parents were so unhappy. And I was carrying around all of this misinformation of sadness and anxiety and all the stuff that they were sort of handing to me that I went, you carried it, you carried it for them. And I feel that is where I'm coming out of right now is carrying my family stories that like aren't serving me at all. But like you feel a responsibility to carry them. You feel a responsibility to play your role in the family story. Yeah. And it's like, and you almost feel like you're betraying the family if you don't play your role. Like my ego tells me that. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Did you we, feel that? Yeah, totally felt that. And that, again, whenever I would feel like it was my job to be the savior, the peacemaker, the helper, then what I was doing was like, I was being very egocentric and forgetting that my parents are in the same fishbowl connected to the same ocean called God, called the universe. So like, they don't really need, need me to co-sign that they need me. They need me to co-sign holding the truth, holding abundance, holding what's really possible. And how did I get to that? Because in college, I just couldn't, I couldn't not spend some time going deeper because I had all of this going on. And so I started studying comparative world religion and reading books about beautiful things. And I was like, oh, this is opening me up. And then I went on a trip to Jerusalem and I thought I would be there for maybe two weeks. And I just kept extending my trip and I was there for almost three years. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like living in Jerusalem. Two weeks to three years. That's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, that was pretty (laughs) amazing, right? I mean, that's where the whole idea of like monotheism is born, right? When meanwhile, like, all of it, you know, Buddhism, Hinduism, Jainism, Sikhism, it all leads to really ultimately this like one same place, but it's palpable, like walking in that place, right? Just like I'm sure if somebody went to India, there's like a palpable Sedona too, right? There's vortexes in the world. So that was like a washing machine for me. I got like washed there. I felt like I was like, okay, I think I understand some of what's going on. And then when I went 
to LA from there, I really went with like a feeling of a mission to sort of call people into this, this phrase my rabbi says is you are a masterpiece, a piece of the master. And, um, you are a masterpiece, a piece of the master. Ooh. Okay. And like, when you really get that down to every single, single fiber of your being, then it's like, who are we not to be our greatest self? Like we were put here, we were assigned. We're here because we're needed. We're here because we can be a conduit for this beautiful ocean. Right. So I came to LA to write music and I thought that I could be using my voice, using my words. And that was the first clue that I had because I did like to write music and I had a good voice or have a good voice. And I got signed to a deal and then it fell through and I got signed to another deal and it fell through. And I was like an artist deal. Yeah. I was working with Ron Fair for like 10 minutes. And then I met with Craig Kalman for another 10 minutes, you know, (laughs) and I had like little moments of like, oh, this is going to happen. But then it never really happened. And so then I was like, well, what else am I going to do? And I had a bunch of day jobs, but I felt like, come on, who are you kidding? You're not supposed to be, you're supposed to use your gifts. And I started to license music to film and TV and um, did that for a while and had my daughter and had another daughter and really enjoyed being a mom. And then I was like, but there's something else. And I started the podcast and I'm still in that place of letting the river sort of lead me to that next place. How did you start the podcast? And it went to like, you have what, like, is it like 30 million downloads or something that you get? Yeah, now we do. That's insanity. I mean, and like you, and to start, it's not like, you know, a lot of people who have your caliber of podcasts were like famous in another area, you know, like they were. I know that's true. I'm not really, thank you for saying that. I'm not saying you're not famous because you No, I I said thank you for saying that because (laughs) it's really true. Like, they I, came for you. They came for you alone, like in your knowledge. And it's not because like, oh, here's Kathy. She was a star of this TV show. And now she has a podcast and let's talk to her. It's like, no, here's Kathy. She's a star of the I Am show of like her life. And she has all this knowledge and like the highest caliber of stars in the world are coming to you because you have this secret that is like people can understand it and grasp it, but you know it, you know it. Thank you for saying that. And look, every time you're saying any of these beautiful things to me, it's because you are it. We don't attract what we want. We only attract what we are, right? We, it's, it's a boomerang constantly. You know, I was just reading in Deepak's newest book. He was saying karma. People think karma is like he has good karma or he has bad karma. And he said, no, karma is a result of your thoughts and your habits and your actions. So if you do this, this is the cause, then that's the effect. So can you change your karma? Of course, he said. Think, act differently. Like, it's always just a boomerang of who we are. So when we see that in somebody else, it's because we are reflecting something that's inside of us. So the more that you say things like that, own it, claim it, that all those things are you. You're saying that about something that's very aligned inside of you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How did you get your podcast to be what it is? Did you like, what did you start it as? How did you get this idea? And then how did it take off? Because it is incredible. And then you you wrote a book and now you're on a second book. Very kind. Horses. So this is what we need to really get. And this is something that Joe Dispenza taught me, which is that frequency always carries information. So what does that mean? It means Wi-Fi carries information, literally, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cell reception carries information, cell signal, uh, Morse code carries information, but there's a frequency attached in order for the information to be carried, right? Their frequency, if we turned off the Wi-Fi, that's the frequency, the information doesn't get sent. If we turn that off right now, you and me don't get to exchange this information. So why is that really a cool thing to get that that's scientifically how it works? Same thing with my voice, right? There's sound waves when I talk. It, you know, Val Kilmer, I would just thought of him, like he can't talk right now. You know, like he's having a hard time. So the information, it's hard for it to get sent because I can't hear it, right? There's no frequency. So if frequency carries information, then that's what we have to remember. So that means when a person is talking, when a person walks into the room, when a person shows up at the dinner party, you can feel what energy, what vibration. Absolutely. I mean, immediately you're like, oh, this person's a bummer. This person's amazing. (laughs) Or, ooh, this person, by her just walking in, I feel like the room got bigger. She just, right? There's something coming out of her. That's how you do it. So what does that mean? It's like, I started my podcast. I didn't even have an Instagram account yet. I didn't have an email list. Like you said, like I wasn't on a TV show or anything like that. But what I had was wherever I really was. And the Talmud says that words from the heart speak to the heart right away. It's just like message received, right? Mm -hmm. So my friend Britt said to me, Britt Morin, she used to work at Facebook early on. And she remembers when Mark Zuckerberg was telling everybody, oh my gosh, this app is going to be bonkers because the virality rate is 1.4. 
And she said, people looked at him and said, that seems very low. (laughs) Shouldn't it be 100? Shouldn't it be 98? Shouldn't it be 86? Why are you excited about 1.4? That's not even two, right? That's not, you can't even round that up to two. You didn't say 1.7. And he said, let me tell you what that means. He said, every person who's using this app is compelled to tell 1.4 people to use it. Mm. So it's going to be the biggest thing that the world ever saw. Where did we see that same virality factor? With COVID. The doctors, the hospitals kept saying, we need to see that the transmission number is under one. Because if it's one or more, it's going to be a global pandemic. Why? Because it meant when it was one, that every one person with COVID was absolutely going to give it to one other person. Uh And as long as one person wasn't maybe going to give it, but definitely going to give it to one other person, it would go around the world. As soon Uh as it dropped below one, we knew that things were getting better because it wasn't an absolute fact. It was 0.3, which meant some of those people gave it, but many of them didn't, which means things were slowing down. So when you have a podcast, when you have a business, if you serve one person to the point where they absolutely, not maybe, not figuratively, where they absolutely cannot help tell one other person, Mm. your business becomes a billion-dollar business. It's unstoppable. If you serve one person and it's a lukewarm reception where they sometimes tell one person, but sometimes they don't, now you have to really sit back and go, wait, what am I doing? How do I do this? Okay. What hashtags do I need? So what I guess I did, what I'm doing is I have spent every single moment Every time I'm behind the mic, every time I'm here, every time I show up on Instagram, I am serving one person. And my intention is that that one person is not just feeling lifted, they're feeling completely and totally changed. Oh, and wow. And if they are completely and totally changed, they have to share. They won't not share it. They can't not share it. It's like, have you ever gone to an Italian restaurant and had the best absolute meatballs of your life and just decided not to tell someone? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Have you ever seen a movie that you thought was the most gorgeous, beautiful movie and you just, for the rest of your life, say, I'll just keep that to myself? Never in a zillion years. You will leave the movie theater and you will say, who can I, I'm I'm begging, I'm going to buy tickets for four. They have to come. And right. you're already thinking about who would also love this. Like, who can I give this to that will feel this like me? Like, I want this because this awakened this in me. So I need to share this with exactly. this person. Exactly. Exactly. So that is that is the secret. And I feel like that is where this is so amazing because I feel like I told you in the beginning, I've like, I've been on Amazing Race. I've been in a, a country band. I've been like a songwriter. I've been a host. I've been stuff. So I'm kind of like, Am I talking to you? Am I talking to you? Am I talking to you? Like who, what am I supposed to be talking to? But what I need to be talking about 
is something that's burning a hole in my heart that I need to share and just directing that fully. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, that's one way to say it. The bottom line is it doesn't really matter if you're talking to all of those people, right? Because even a person who likes country music or like the amazing race or whatever it is, is there one thing that they all have in common? Well, yeah, your audience is you. So what makes them tick isn't country music. That's just a part of them. Whatever makes you tick is what makes them tick. That's why they're there. Mm. So you can talk about what are the things that really move you. For instance, in my world, I'm sure there's a bunch of people in my audience who go skiing and some don't. I'm sure there's people in my audience who went to college and studied engineering and some didn't. Like some people in my audience watch The Bachelor and some watch Shark Tank. It does that doesn't matter. But where we all meet is the part of me that feels really, really like what matters and what's most juicy to me. So it's like some people might listen to someone else's entrepreneurial podcast and they just want to hear about online marketing or they just want to hear about, you know, ways to have a sales conversation. And there are podcasts for that, that break that down. My podcast is about people interested in building empires, entrepreneurs who want to make an impact who are also very excited and interested in how being aligned and their spiritual life and being mindful and opening up to people and thoughts like Joe Dispenza and Marianne Williamson and Deepak Chopra, how that fuels a business, right? Just like Mm. Jerry Seinfeld does transcendental meditation every single day. And we know that the Lakers and the Bulls are the team that meditates. And there's, there's a, there's, there's, there's a, wow, that's amazing. The Lakers and the Bulls meditate. Well, under Phil Jackson, like that was his, that was his super move is like getting the team to meditate. That's why they were where they were. We're just missing it across the board as this culture though. Like, is it coming back around because people are realizing it's not working, not having something deeper to grasp? Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is it's a, it's about masculine and feminine energy and every human being has both, right? Every person has both parts, right? And the left and masculine and feminine. That's good. Testosterone, estrogen. We all have it all. It's great. It's just about balancing it. And what's been happening for a long time is the dominance of doing things through masculine energy without the balance of the feminine energy. If you look at the anatomy, the masculine asserts itself, right? And there's like millions and millions of sperm and they rush, 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 rush. And the feminine energy is just holding space Mm. and not pushing and not asserting is receiving. But in the receiving, they are actually just drawing towards them. And then selecting the most potential and then taking it and building 99% of it. What we see in the world is people focus on the pushing, 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 asserting, sort of hustle, 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 do, 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 do. When if you look at the biggest thing anyone's ever created, which is a life, a human, 99% of that was in the receivership, was in the energy to hold the space. Wow. And 1% of it. But you can't have one without the other, right? Without right. that doing, that inspired action, the baby doesn't happen, right? We need the sperm and the egg. But the egg does the heavy lifting, right? The feminine does the heavy lifting. But we live in a culture that really puts a lot of on focus on like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you pushing? What are you asserting? What are you hustling? But what about who are you being? How are you mm. holding space? 
So in the holding of the space, if you are aligned and you are dropped in, and then you take 2% of your action, and, and that's like where you kind of move, that combo is what will build an empire. I love that. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Okay, so tell me your daily routines to keep you in this place, your practice, because you said it's a practice. Like, what is your practice to keep you here? My practice is, I ha- I'll show you these. I have these. I've shown these on my Instagram before. These are um, little three minute. These are beautiful. These are, they're called now. They, they're, they're like neuro beats and you play them. And for three minutes, you just listen to the beat. So you, I listened to those for it's called now Neurobeats. Yeah, I got them on Amazon. Yeah, they're so easy to get. I should sponsor. I should talk to them about sponsoring because you, I talked about should. them. I'm yeah. sure it will happen now that you've just put this into the universe. So you will <laughs> yeah. be the face of now beats. Um, I'm gonna actually write it down too. <laughs> yeah, we're writing this down because I'm like everyone needs a now beat. <laughs> they're great. They're because it's set as soon as you push play it shuts off after three minutes. And I why is three minutes the number they've done enough research to show that three minutes is actually effective. And I think everybody has three minutes. So do you do this consistently? Okay. So start, start your morning. You start in your morning. I need to know your whole day, Kathy. I'll listen to those beats, which just sort of gives you like a moment to drop in, grab a cup of coffee, look out at the lake, pet my adorable little cat and begin my day. I spend a lot of time aware of the drone view. So meaning while your mind will do what it's doing, I'll then be able to see, oh, this is, I'm just witnessing my mind's doing this right now. I'm feeling like this. Okay. Where's the expansion? Where do I want to move toward? And then I'm, I'm very good at this part, which is if there is an intuitive feeling that this is the next place to move into, I'll take action on it. Messy action. What if you just action. have the messy action? Ooh, I love that. What if you, that could be the name of one of your books, Take Messy Oh yeah. Action. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest <laughs> things I teach. What is, what if you get this feeling of where you're supposed to move, but you don't have a, an idea of how you're supposed to move there? 
but you know because you're that's to do where it. the mind always gets tripped up by the ego. Like it's not our job to figure out how you're supposed to move there. That's the ego being very arrogant. It's like mm. oh, I want an ROI. I want a return on my investment. So unless I know that this is absolutely the next step, I'm not doing it. It's like mm. you know, how you do it is you just do the next messy thing. So it's like. I'll post about it on Instagram. I'll reach out to so-and-so and see what she says. I'll book the retreat. Even if I don't feel, it's like you just do it and then you do it messy and you learn a ton from it. And on your way towards taking messy action, the momentum comes, the right ideas come, the right people come, the collaborations come and the right action is not hard. It's like, if you look around, well, who's already done this? What did she do? Well, it looks like she did this. So let me do my version of that and see what I can do with that. You have to just dive in and get messy, right? messy action. That is the best way I've ever heard it. And I feel like I've done that my whole life. I've had messy, anxious action though. I would like to take the anxiety out of it because I'm always anxious about my messy action, but I've always done it, but I've always had complete and utter anxiety doing it the whole time, but I've always known to do it enough, but I haven't had confidence. And I feel like that's where my transformation is happening now is realizing that all action taking you to a new place will be messy because you have never gone there before. Sure. And also remember that the ego and those thoughts that are anxious are because your body is programmed to be very much in one coordinate. Like you thought the same way you thought yesterday, you, you felt the way you felt when you thought that, and you took that action. Everybody who's living right now in this moment, who's listening, your life, your health, your relationships, the money in the bank, everything in your life is a result of the way you've been thinking and the way you've been feeling because the way you think and feel determines what you do. And it determines how people feel when they're around you and how they interact with you. So when you change what you do, when you change how you think, you change how you feel, your body, which is now addicted to a program, is going to go, oh my God, I'm so anxious. So it's okay. Addicted to a program. If yes. you got off of sugar, your body would also be screaming at you. If you got off of, you know, cigarettes, your body will scream at you. Just remind your body. Like like you, you tell your body, like, I'm I'm in charge now. I see you. I get it. And I know this is going to be uncomfortable for a minute while I'm not giving you that hit of sugar, that hit of self-doubt. That hit of self-doubt is really a drug. That cortisol. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. cortisol is really a drug and your body really, really craves it. And you can always back it up too. There's so many ways you can back up your self-doubt. You have endless resources right. to tell you why your self-doubt is, is telling you the truth, even though it's a lie. Yep. Okay. I will wrap up because I know we've already talked an hour and I am obsessed with you and I'm so thankful for this conversation. I'm so, it was so fun. I'm so thankful to be at least like moving in the direction of being in alignment with someone like you to be chatting with you. I'm like, okay, this is great. And so I would like to bring it back to me one more time since I have you as this expert on my podcast. What would be some advice that you would give me? Because I feel like I am in a very, very transformative place right now. And I am really uh, opening up to, to embracing alignment and not putting all this doubt and hesitation behind it. What would be steps that I need to do to continue moving forward? Like I will be buying those beats and carrying them in my purse and just having them around. But like what, what would you suggest someone like me and other people who are in the same boat as me who are completely ready for this, like ready to 
The same thing I would say is if there's an instrument using a music analogy that's out of tune, we have to tune it. And how do we tune it? Well, sometimes you can tune your guitar to somebody else's guitar that's in tune. Okay. Or you can tune it to the note on the piano. Like you can press an A and then find where the A and the A are a match. That's really what we have to do. So, so how do I find my piano match? Like the tune? Like, do I find like people like you and dive into this, keep diving into your podcast? And your so it's like, if there courses. is an energy coming out of this yoga experience, then you keep going to that class. Okay. Wherever you find that you don't just kind of get in tune, but you're fully in tune. Go there. You keep tuning to that, right? You do with some meditation. You work with a coach. Like I just opened up people are applying right now for this mastermind that I'm doing. I think that's going to be the big return on their investment is being held in that container, right? But what else? Where do you go? Where do you go internally? Where do you go physically? Where can you be tuning in? Can you tune in when you walk on the beach? You're like, I always put it off, but you know what? It's true. Seven minutes after being there, some feeling of expansion washes over me. Then Mm. you get your butt there, right? Mm. If it's listening to a certain podcast, reading certain books, whatever we need to do to tune the dial, right? Okay. And then to just remember the truth, which is it's always available. The quantum field, the expansion, the possibility, it is one breath away. It is one thought away. It is reality itself. And we get to just allow it in. So when we feel resistance... We're not allowing it at that moment. So and when so you feel resistance, tune the dial. Go find dial. something that will right. tune like the dial. Like the answer to how it is that I'm in that knowing of the truth, right? Yes, I have this human part of me that also comes with not just a higher self, but also an ego. So that's part of my construction, yes. And what are the things I've sat in? I sat for two years at the UCLA Mindful Center in meditation. I'm sure that that washed over me enough times that helped me memorize. Memorize. Right? Where it feels aligned. Spending three years in Jerusalem, right? Really walking in a place where God feels like local. It's all local. It's all here. It's all memorize. here, right? You memorize Memorizing it. it, right? Going on a Joe Dispenza week-long thing. Doing the work that I'm doing. Constantly interacting and exchanging, you know, with that part of potential in the universe and constantly practicing it, you get better at it. If you yell and scream and have road rage, you'll get better at that. It'll happen Uh, faster. If you practice tuning in, you'll memorize it. You'll get better and better and better. So you're already practice tuning in. You will remember. I've never heard it put in the form of memorizing because memorizing always is associated with school to me, which I feel like I was always really bad at school, right. but like I can memorize where I feel aligned. It's truly an honor and a privilege and I will be in touch with you. You're a delight. <laughs> okay. Have a great day. Bye. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.